0: radio 77 wabc this is sid and friends in the morning 77 wabc Baby, great song right here today. Greg Allman's birthday. Greg's dead a long time now. Greg, um, well, I love all the Allman brothers, Greg and Wayne, all their songs. This one's one of my favorites. This and of course, Sweet Melissa. Greg did anal with um, Cher, just you know. True story. Good. Yeah. That's you know, happy, you're that's not going to get happy that happy on Mark Simone, so I can promise you that. Charlamagne the God, you listening. <laughs> uh, come on, baby. Hey, uh, Noam, is my guy Trump back in court again today here in New York? I don't think it's going to be today. I think on yeah. Monday he'll be the final witness. Okay. So. Well, I know that uh, this uh, big party that I'm going to tomorrow night at Cipriani's with the president... When I say with him, I'm actually gonna be eating dinner right you know, basically right next to him. Um he's he's only going because he's in town anyway, and then they use that as an opportunity. Roger Marshall, he was just on Fox News, he'll be there, Matt Gates, all these folks. And uh, Gavin Wax, who set the whole thing up, he uh he ran out on me this morning. He didn't show up at six forty five. So what, what do you think that's all about? I don't know. He did text me, he said I can't make it, but he never explained why. So. Why would anybody who runs a young Republican club in New York City, not uh, not just uh, want the opportunity, but jump up and down to be on this show. It makes no sense. Stupid. Man, maybe that's, uh, I, don't wanna, I don't know him well enough to call him stupid. So, but something might have happened. Well, yeah. I don't think so, and, and he texted me five minutes before, so. But I don't want to yell at the guy because he set me up tomorrow night, so. Right. I yell at him Monday. After it's over, After, of after it's over, <laughs> yeah. that's right, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Giuliani is, uh, well, I love Andrew Giuliani. I love his father. Rudy coming on every Tuesday has been a very, very big uh, ratings hit for us. Rudy does great in the nine o'clock hour every Tuesday, as does Andrew. This time seven forty every Friday. He's got a great podcast too. Andrew, good morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, uh, Sid, doing great. I uh, I'll be there tomorrow as well. I'm looking forward to seeing
1: you, and uh, you know it'll be uh it'll be great to see the president again. It's been a couple of weeks, and uh, you know I always i'm always amazed just how he's able to uh just keep his i think speech is so fresh and, and a lot of that is because 80 90 percent of it comes from off the page you, you can tell you'll see it when you see it tomorrow he's not reading basically no. what's on the speech he's no. just he's going
0: um, which which um again not to make myself a part of every story but i will <laughs> i have one piece of paper in front of me for a four-hour radio show one piece
1: it's it's pretty impressive. I remember seeing it in studio and, and the fact that you can actually do that with all of that right there. By the way, who is this Charlemagne guy you're talking about? I had to go back into history. I don't even know who you're talking
0: about. He's a, <laughs> this is he's a he,
1: guy or something. No, like he's a, he calls himself the guy.
0: He does, and he is. He's got, he gets huge ratings. He works on one of these uh, urban stations in the morning here in New York. He gets huge ratings. He does. He's on Comedy Central, too. And the Democrats love him. He gets you know all these uh, bigwigs, like, kind of like Stephen Colbert. But he's not afraid. He's kind of like Bill Maher, Drew, in that he goes after Biden a lot, a lot. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's garnered some respect for me. Uh, early on, I thought he was just one of these, uh, you know, I don't like, uh, this, that, but I kind of like the guy now. Charlemagne, okay. uh, the God. Yeah. You'd, you'd like him too. He, you know, again, he, you're not going to like him every day. Trust me. But yeah. there were days at least like Bill Maher where he, uh, where he comes up big. So wait, so you're going tomorrow night. So, so I reach out to Wax, Gavin. And I go, listen, I don't wear tuxedos. I just don't do it. I think guys look stupid in tuxedos. I really do. I don't care what color buttons you put on, what stupid bow tie. You look stupid. I said, I dress great. You got to let me dress the way I want to dress. He said, no. So now I have this uh, extra stress, Andrew, of finding a tuxedo so I can eat dinner with you and Trump tomorrow night. I don't need that stress.
1: Well, what if, what if the 45th and potentially 47th president is in a tuxedo? Will that will that ultimately say that, hey, look, now I should wear the tux? Or are you still saying, you know what, no, I'm, I'm Sid, I'm doing this this way? Look, there's no doubt you have a great style sense. You can see it all the time. But what about taking the lead from the 45th and maybe 47th president of the United States?
0: No. <laughs> 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 Just like you wouldn't take the lead from me. I mean, I got my own thing and – You know, you got got 900 people are going to be there tomorrow night, 450 guys dressed the same exact way, again, maybe a different button or a different bow tie, and there's nothing more boring than uniformity. You know that.
1: I have, I have no doubt that however you dress, it's going to look beautiful, and you're going to be standing out. And uh, you know that we will be able to dress. Let's put it this way: if I'm across the room from you, Sid, I'll be able to see you,
0: and I'm looking forward. to I think it you're at my experience. table. What do and you mean, the if, President I, will be able to pick? You. No, no, Are you I at the I, same I, table. I, no, I think you're at my table, right by the president's table.
1: I am, I think I'm sitting with your buddy, Steve Bannon, as a matter of fact. Oh, he so loves I me. You
0: and Steve, Come right yeah. to wash his hair before he comes, please. I'm begging you. God. I, listen, I don't, you know, it's funny you say your buddy, and I have been very critical of Steve in the past. You're right. Yeah. I've even reached out to some of the Trump people and said, do yourself a favor. Stop telling people you love them. But the truth is, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I don't hate him. And I actually love about 90% of what he stands for. And I know, I know he's a major reason why our guy won back in 2016. So I don't, like, I hate Biden. I hate him. And I hate other Democrats. I don't hate Biden. I just, he's just a little creepy to me. I can't explain Uh, it.
1: I I think, I think the thing about Steve that I think a lot of people need to realize, especially in this anti-Semitic environment right now, is Steve really understands the threats of socialism, not just to, our uh, political way of life, not to our way of life in America, but also what that means to religion. And so you can look at the direct stems of uh, socialism and how this basically relates to this anti-Israel fervor right now. So you can kind of connect him to this moment in terms of really being one of the first in the Trump camp to really understand this. I mean, this goes back to 2016 when people were still kind of talking and saying, look, the the Paul Ryan way, the Rubio way of of doing things in the Republican Party is the right way. When I think we've seen what that basically is doing is that's just a thousand cuts to death versus a hundred cuts to death yeah, that yeah. the Democrats basically presented. So I look at Steve and say, you know, look, he's controversial. There's no doubt about it. I think he likes to be controversial, right? Yeah. But he he's somebody who I think is brilliant and understands the real true challenges. Of what our country is facing now. Oh, fine. Pension, okay, fine.
0: You can. can you fine. Earth. You convince me. Fine. <laughs> God. I got you know, give
1: him a hug. God. I mean, make it like a uh, like like a, a Curtis and Al D'Amato or right. something like okay. that. <laughs> <how they're laughs>
0: Forget about no, Curtis you know. and Al D'Amato. Curtis once hugged John Gotti Jr., who had him shot oh, fifteen goodness. times. Uh Bring <laughs> him over. Bring <laughs> Bannon over. Can you bring him over tomorrow night? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna
1: do a kumbaya session we are? about that. If Secret Service lets me bring somebody over like that, then we'll do. Yeah. If not, then we'll just try to lock
0: eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, right no, now. you gotta bring, you gotta bring. In fact, we gotta take a picture. Me, you, Bannon, and uh Donnie, uh Donnie, just called the judge. Uh, uh, are you speaking tomorrow night? You're not speaking, are you? think I'm speaking. I know no. I
1: spoke a couple of years ago at the thing. I, You know, I, I'm sure. I know I'm an honored guest. I, I think you're an honored guest. About oh, what do you mean you
0: guests. think I'm an honored guest? Do you realize my face and the name of this show is on the damn invitation?
1: Is it really? Yes.
0: Go to my oh, Instagram. My uh, Andrew, I want you to go to at Rosenberg.sydney right now, at Rosenberg.sydney.com. And uh, your friend Gavin Wax, who I I can pick out of a lineup, by the way, he put my name and my face and the whole thing on the uh, as the uh, as the honored guest. As an honored guest. Yeah. That's great. I love it.
1: I love it. You well, see it? We are we are
0: honored guests together.
1: Yeah, but I'm not speaking and... either.
0: I'm not, I, I think Gates is gonna speak, Trump is gonna yeah. speak, and I think Roger Marshall is, is gonna speak. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think that's right. I think and Alex Stein, I guess, is the MC. Oh, he is a pretty funny guy, actually. Have you have you heard of some of his stuff? He sucks. He's better than Charlemagne the God, though, I think. I like him more than him. No? Or you like Charlemagne? I
0: don't on... know. I kind of, do I like Alex Stein? Hold on a second. Hey, Alex, do I like Alex Stein? <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, I take that back. He doesn't suck. I like him. I'm sorry, Andrew.
1: That's good. Well, that's, that's, when we see him tomorrow, you can say, you know, look, I, I love your stuff and all <laughs> that. And I'm sure he'll say the same to you, you know? Right,
0: I'm sure. So far, Steve Bannon <laughs> and Alex Stein, they can't wait to see me. <laughs> so are you, are you taking your beautiful wife, Z, too, or are you just going, you're going by yourself?
1: Oh, uh, she'll be there. We're looking cool. forward to it. It's going to be nice. Cool. Mom will be watching. Grace, which will be good. I might even, if it's nice enough, we might even just take a nice little stroll over there because it's only about a, about a mile away over here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, nice. So, you know, not too bad. Right in your old stomping grounds, your temporary
0: stomping You know, I will grounds. say this. I don't really miss living in the city uh, a lot. There are times I do. The convenience, you know, the, the restaurants are right there. I do. Um, but of all the places I lived in the city, and I lived in the Upper West Side I lived um, for a long time in the Upper West Side. I lived uh, Midtown for a bit. Uh, by far, my favorite area is down there, Five Dye Battery Park, where you live. I love that area. What do you do? It's
1: it's great, and Grace loves it. We have it's great. You know, look, I always say walk out of my building you make a right you feel like you're in new york city which of course you are but you make a left you feel like you're in the suburbs you got the parks there you got this you got that it's really nice yesterday they did i don't know why actually they did this yesterday maybe the whole battery park city authority is anti-semitic but they did a christmas tree lighting yesterday on the first night of hanukkah can you believe that you can't do that christmas tree lighting no i know I still went out and enjoyed it, so I don't know. Where, was it? Well, the, uh, where was
0: it? Where was What street was it on exactly?
1: It was right in in uh, Roosevelt Park over here. No, oh, yeah. Rockefeller Park, right, yeah. right by yeah. Stuyvesant High School. And yes. It has the, the Christmas tree lighting, but I'm thinking, and as I'm singing the songs and being complicit in this anti-Semitic act over here, I'm looking and thinking, why on earth are we doing a Hanukkah lighting tonight? There's not even a menorah. We've got to be a menorah out here. I, I couldn't get it. I don't understand. It.
0: But you just, see, this is why, and we're going to wrap up. This is a fun conversation, that. I want to keep you on the rest of the show. <laughs> But I mean, it, it's fun. Um, but this is why you're great, because even as you were reveling, and you're you're not Jewish in uh, Christmas and your family loving the event, you actually thought you thought about me, the Jewish people at Hanukkah. That makes you, Andrew Giuliani. An honorary Jew, because the fact you even thought about it, I mean this, the fact you even thought about it means so much to my people, because a lot of you Gullium just don't seem to care.
1: (laughs) Look, now more than ever, we have to care about this. I mean, like I said, this is a a fight against socialism even more than anything. And to see what actually happened, and I was just down, I know I was texting you while I was uh, in the middle of this uh, board meeting, but the president appointed me to the U.S. Holocaust Memorial Museum before he left office. And it's I'm one of the few Gentiles that actually sit on the board there. But awesome. uh, one of the things that we were focused on is how on earth do you end up getting this message out from a social media perspective? And, and one of the things I immediately thought about is we need good communicators, better communicators on this board because you have former chiefs of staff, the presidents of the United States, Fortune 500 CEOs on this board. What you really need, though, is you need people, maybe not of a younger generation, but certainly you could use some of those, but you need people that can be very good at communicating, ultimately, just how dangerous this is and the direct parallels to today from the Holocaust. Um, I think what we have sometimes... Uh, in our circle, while we certainly have a- an incredible amount of institutional knowledge in ways to raise incredible funds, they have six hundred million over six hundred million dollars in funds at the u s holocaust museum sometimes it 's not quite understanding the actual power of social media and the way that actually kids are influenced these days long before they ever get to college and how their ideas are formed, really starting at five six seven eight years old and one of the parallels. That I ended up using and saying, look, here's a good way to start developing an education plan on this far before they get to college is the Tunnel to Towers and how they actually teach their 9-11 yep. curriculum. They yep. start a kindergarten right yep. there, and I said, look, they say never forget about September 11th, uh, but we need to obviously – the original never forget, which is the U.S. Holocaust. You need to start getting the kids at five, six, seven years old, and that's why it's important to have great communicators on all different forms and certainly with these kids, as you know, Sid.
0: Social media is such an important tool. That was a great, great, great job right there. That was an unbelievable appearance. I can't wait to see you tomorrow night. So enjoy the rest of your Friday and uh we'll see you good looking tomorrow night. That was awesome, Andrew. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Sid. I can't wait to see what you're dressed up in and, and that <laughs> selfie that you me who's gonna take the selfie, by the way. Is Bannon gonna take are we gonna make him take it? No, you ready, no, ready
0: for this? Yeah, no, you ready for this? No who's gonna yeah. take it? You ready? Who? Who? Trump. <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> you make that ass. I'll let you make that ass. <laughs> See
0: you tomorrow, buddy. That is a heck of a job right there. That, that was a fun conversation. Great job right there by Andrew Giuliani. He does uh, that podcast. is still called Not That Andrew, right? Making fun of Cuomo? That's it, yeah. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Andrew's a smart guy, fun guy. Love that kid.